Welcome to the Orange Socks Podcast, where we are inspiring life despite a diagnosis. I'm your host, Dr. Gerald Nebaker. In today's episode, I speak with Kayla and Josh about their son, Parker, who has ADNP syndrome, a rare genetic condition that causes, among other things, intellectual disability, autism spectrum disorder, and distinctive facial features. I had the privilege of meeting Parker. What a beautiful and sweet little boy. I know you're going to enjoy hearing Kayla and Josh's story. All right, so Kayla and Josh, thank you so much for taking the time for an Orange Sox interview about your son, Parker, who has ADNP syndrome. Kayla, tell me about ADNP syndrome. ADNP syndrome is a rare, complicated neurodevelopmental condition. You said it better than I could, yeah. <laughs> Parker was about the 85th person in the world diagnosed with it. Now we estimate around 140. You know, you start out with global developmental delays, speech is severely affected. Many of them have autism and intellectual disability. It affects, you know, various systems. A lot of the kids have heart defects, sleep apnea. Abnormal MRIs. Abnormal brain MRIs. Uh, some children have had brain atrophy, so it affects a lot of different things and the children in different ways. Basically, a slight mutation in the ADMP gene. I guess a lot of kids have different mutations of that gene, some with the same, some alone, but they all kind of do some of the same things to the kids in a varying degree. Something that's really interesting about it is that the autistic traits that these kids have are the same versus there being a big spectrum. Yeah. They seem to have the same type of traits, like they like adults, they warm well with adults, but not so much with other children. All of music, and all water. of water. That's interesting. Yeah. So, Very happy demeanor. Happy yeah. demeanor, happy kids. So Josh, when did you find out that your son had this diagnosis? Well, we went through, you know, he's our first kid. Part of it, you don't know what to expect with your first kid. You start realizing at a certain point that he's not doing things like the other kids are doing. And you know, then you go to your pediatrician and he talks about the huge curve difference there are between just kids in general. So for the longest time, you know, you want to think that there's nothing wrong, you know? So I want to say around 12 months, he probably just started crawling. Yeah, he was army crawling, but not crawling on his hands and knees. Yeah, so it was just global delay, really. And then there was a year-long deal of just trying to rule things out, you know? We had a really good genetics doctor, and he could tell by looking at him and just everything that he probably, he had a genetic condition. So he put us through to get the testing, the whole exome sequencing, which is still kind of a new deal. And from what we understand, a lot of people have a hard time getting that done as quickly as we did. So we were actually pretty lucky to get that knocked out after our first or second visit. And our insurance covered it and stuff like that. We were lucky to go through that process to get the diagnosis. So around a year ago, two and a half. Yeah. Caleb, you noticed that he was missing some developmental milestones. You had testing done and finally they came up with a diagnosis. What were your thoughts when you finally found out that Parker had ADNP? It was really overwhelming. I didn't expect to get a diagnosis. I had read that there was maybe a 25% chance that we would get one from whole exome sequencing just generally. I was really surprised and then for it to be something so rare was, I just remember 
not being able to sleep and all I could hear all night was like ADNP syndrome, you know, just in my head over and over again. But luckily there's a parent who started the ADNP Kids Foundation and a parent support group on Facebook. So we were able to connect with other families, which has yeah. been wonderful. The parents of older children have just helped guide us so much. It's been a huge blessing. So what's been some of the hardest things that you've had to uh, deal with, with this diagnosis, whether it be care or I don't know what it would be. I've never met anybody with this uh, syndrome, so I'm glad to have met him. And he's a doll, by the way. <laughs> he's a cute kid, <laughs> so you. it's fun to meet. But what was the hardest thing about either the care or learning about this diagnosis? Probably realizing that the chances of him living independently as an adult are very slim. I think mm. kind of coming to terms with that, just the whole change in what I expected for his life to be. And now I feel like Josh and I are both coming to some peace over that. And honestly, Parker is such a joy and we just love him so much that sometimes I don't want him to ever leave me, so. <laughs> and then other times. <laughs> <laughs> then also the communication barrier is it very difficult, but he just started saying his first word that he has said enough to where we can say he has a word. Right, that's been exciting. So hearing yeah. his voice has been. And how old is he? Three and a half. Three and a half, okay. So Josh, what was the hardest thing for you when you finally realized you had a child with a disability? You know, when I first found out, I, I kind of had it in my back of my mind. I think I mentally prepared myself for the possibility a little bit better than Kayla. I'm not saying I thought he had something. I tried to be a positive person regardless of what the outcome was. So I had already made in my mind, all right, if Parker's got something, we're just going to ride this out. He's awesome. That's all that matters, you know. He wasn't in my womb, so I'm not as connected as, <laughs> as Kayla is, and she works so hard for him every day. But anyway, as time went on, I got the diagnosis, like, all right, great, you know, we got a diagnosis, we'll move from here, we got info, you know? But as time has gone on, the hardest thing is seeing him with other kids. So I love sports, you know, that's kind of my hobby. You just, when you have a boy, you have an idea of what you're expecting your life with your son to be. Your typical take him to the baseball game or throw the football around with him. And that kind of just goes out the window. I mean, there's other things that can be done, but your typical picture of how your life is gonna be with your son kind of got blown up pretty quickly. And it's sad, you know, when you see other children playing and he doesn't play the same way, little things like that. You know, the day-to-day -day stuff, obviously a little bit harder and you have a kid with disabilities, but he does other things that other kids don't do that make him such a blessing and a joy. It's just kind of taking it a step at a time to where those bad things don't seem quite as bad, you know? While you're at that, why don't you tell me about some of the joys that you've realized with Parker? He's a happy kid, I think you saw. Not to say he doesn't have his little tantrums, but he's got this inner peace and joy to him that's just contagious. I mean, sometimes, You'll see a stranger, even a stranger you probably wouldn't want him to go up and talk to, and he'll just go up there and give him the biggest hug, you know, or want him to hold him or something like that. I mean, he puts a smile on everyone's face, and that's just who he is. He doesn't have to try to do it, you know, or feel like he needs to. He's just a happy, mischievous, loving, and even caring, I would say, kid. I mean, he's a snuggle monster, you know? <laughs> so what are some of your joys? I mean, Parker just, kind of like what Josh said, brings joy to everyone he meets. And I feel like he is changing all of us for the better. Oh, yeah. I feel like anyone that gets to know him, their lives are impacted by him. And I even see 
kind of our group of friends with all their children are typically developing and as they kind of learn about Parker, I can see him touch them as well, yeah. don't you think? No, absolutely. You know, I was surprised on how many parents have children that have some kind of disability. I mean, you see him and stuff, but we were never really touched in a way prior to this completely personally with a close friend or family member. So it was kind of all new to us. But once this has started, we realize that it's actually more prevalent than you would think. And so many people are going through similar things that we're going to, and they all say the same thing, you know. It's hard, but the kid is awesome, you know. It's so worth it and everything like that. And it's nice to show that to so many people that's close to us that just because your child is a little different or a lot different, that everything is good and, and it teaches other kids to be good with it too. Just a really good learning experience for everyone around us, you know. And everyone seems to be pretty receptive. I mean, they love them, you know. And also, you know, just like you said about the joys, I will say that whenever it's been a really hard day with all the therapy or he's, you know, had a meltdown or whatever and I'm upset about it, it's, Josh will always remind me, just forget about all that and just go play with them. And sure enough, I just go play with him and he gives me one of those huge hugs and... Big grins. And, yeah. yes. That's great. What has been his impact on your family, your extended family? Kayla? I feel like he has made us all, all of our extended family, more selfless. Softer. Softer, softened. <laughs> yes, let's start that. Yes, he has softened everyone up quite a bit. I would say... I see him really touching my dad in particular. Josh, what an impact has he had on your extended family? They live in a different city. So when you're kind of going through this, they want to be positive through everything. Before he's diagnosed, there's always just like, you know, he's going to grow out of it. You like to be positive, but you also like to face facts when they present themselves, you know. But whenever it came to the point of actually getting the diagnosis, They've been great. I mean, they've, the most part, pretty positive people in general, you know, but just an outpouring of love and support. They want to help, you know what I mean? Anything they can do, they want to help, but they all love them. He loves all of them. And again, they just kind of bring everyone together. He just brings the love out. In this case, the love is already there, but it just exponentially grows when you have the common denominator of Parker. So Kayla, what impact has Parker had on your extended family? I would say that Parker just brings out the best in everybody. I mean, I'm fortunate. I have a wonderful family, and yeah. they're just incredibly supportive, especially through the whole diagnostic process and all the therapy appointments and everything. I mean, they are just wonderful, and I feel like we're already a really close family, and Parker has brought us even closer. So, Josh, if I were to um, come to you and just having received the same diagnosis, looking for advice. What advice would you give me? Enjoy it. It is a blessing. It doesn't sound like it when you first get the news. It probably doesn't look like it. It's scary. But man, it's a joy. It's a roller coaster. It's hard. I think I would never change anything about them. I really wouldn't. And it almost sounds cliche because you go back and you look up other things and you read about special needs kids and all the parents. A lot of them say they're special, they're great. And before, I used to kind of second guess that. To be honest with you, they're just saying that, you know, in my head. 
But man, it is true. I would not do anything differently. I love that kid, I really do. If there was a cure, you gave me a cure pill and gave it to him, yeah, I'd give it to him. You know, I want my kid to, to do things that other kids can do. But right now, me talking to you the way he is, he's an absolute joy and I'm completely fine with it. Hard, but a joy, yeah. <laughs> Kayla, what advice would you give me? Everything that Josh said, and also get connected with parents of children with the same diagnosis. The parents of the older children, they wanna help you and they wanna guide you. And I mean, they're gonna give you information that's gonna help your child. Find a good friend group. Kayla's in the trenches. I get to go to work every day. She's the one that works her butt off going to therapy visits, two and a half hour drive just for speech, you know? And there's only so much I can do positively. I mean, you know how you can't talk to a guy the same way you can talk to your girlfriends, you know? There's only so much it's gonna be okay I can say and her believe me, I think. <laughs> so I think having some understanding friends, which I think sometimes is harder said than done. I think we've been kind of lucky to have a few, but a good support group I think is important, don't you think? Yes. To a point. Definitely. I know it's hard and knowing to find, it's okay yeah. to and knowing it's okay talk to talk about, about it, it. Yeah. honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys are great. Uh, Kayla, I'm gonna give you last words. Any final comments you wanna make about your life with Parker or anything that you want the world to know about your life? Our lives are much, much better because of Parker. It's difficult, but it's so worth it. I just love that boy so much, and he really does bring joy to everyone he meets, and he's just the world to us. And we feel so fortunate that God chose us to be his parents. Parker is the first person I've met with ADMP syndrome. I learned a lot about it from Kayla and Josh. For example, an early marker is that children with it get all of their teeth by the time they're a year old. I also learned how delightful they can be and that there's an ADMP foundation where parents can go for specific information and to connect with other parents. Thanks for listening to this episode. Orange Socks is an initiative of RISE Incorporated, a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting and advocating for people with disabilities. Follow Orange Socks on Facebook and Instagram and visit our website, orangesocks.org, for more stories and to find national and local resources to help parents of children with disabilities.